let's get started on the topic this evening. And uh, yeah, it's quite a topic. So as you probably have heard, and as I talked about on well, the various social media platforms that I'm still on, I was uh, kicked off of YouTube today. And uh, yeah, it's uh, 3,600 videos, 14 years of effort, and uh, gone like tears in rain, as the saying goes. Uh, Twitch is about to get rich. Um, yeah, sorry, let's say hi to everyone who's dropping in before I start. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep going there along. Website restream is down. Bay Philosopher. Hi, Steph. Hi, back. Banned from YouTube. Yes, indeed, just donated. Thank you very much. F YouTube. Now, now. <laughs> Maybe it was a rogue employee. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. We are here. We will all support you. Thank you very much. So sorry that censorship has spread to your channel. Thank you. Just donated and up the subscription. You'll be fine. Um, thank you. I see you everywhere, dude. Do you still watch Jesse Lee Peterson? I don't have a lot of time to watch other people's stuff. But uh, what was the reason for the ban? Oh, promotion of violence and hatred and, you know, all that sort of nonsense. But uh, that uh, is all very silly. Uh, the DLive channel, dlive.tv uh, forward slash free domain. Is there a mod to change the game su uh, subject? Maybe. Uh, they weren't so fond of the... <laughs> Of the toads. <laughs> That's pretty funny. My last video after so many years, my last video was talking about uh, my daughter and I dug a hole in our vegetable patch today and we buried a glass aquarium filled with water in the hopes of luring turtles. So I guess turtles is, uh, is, is too much for YouTube, I suppose, right? Uh... So sorry, Steph, you've been a huge influence now. Paid member, free domain, thank you. Donated uh, and did the $3 a month subscription. Thank you very much. Sir Dirty Deeds, I appreciate that. Sorry about your YouTube channel. Thank you. Please tell me you have access to the video files. Uh, I don't, but they are, of course, mirrored. You can find them on BitChute. You can find them on librarylbry.com. DLive audience will grow massively. Steph, the good news is YouTube is on its last legs. Everyone will be somewhere else soon. Well, it could be that everywhere Interesting. Is there a good place to stream audio only? DLive doesn't let me close video and continue listening. Um, don't know. Followed on Parlor. Thank you very much. Uh, DLive is a great alternative. I've had good experiences with, uh, with DLive. I'm sure that you had it coming. <laughs> well, it could be an argument. Your Toad video was hate speech. Clearly. Clearly. Uh, somebody said, Jessica says, I'm so upset. I've been watching you since 2016. Your videos taught me a lot. Thank you very much. Over a billion views. Uh, not of my show, but uh, I think we were coming up for 300 million and all of that. And I'll tell you all about that stuff. I just logged on to Twitch for the first time in like three years because of this. It will grow very fast. Uh, I know this is probably inappropriate, but are there any single and available women here? Well, you got to appreciate the confidence, I suppose. The turtle... Moves banned. Imagine my shock. No surrender. Say, stay strong. Thank you very much. Can you debate can't bot? I suppose I could. Steph dropped 50 bucks. We'll sub when I can. Thank you very much. Twitch app lets you stream audio only. That's the DLive question. Hey, Steph, first time here at DLive to follow you. <laughs> I just want me to laugh because it's, you know, it's been, a, it's been a serious day, of course, but it's kind of a things balance out. Things balance out. Uh, because um, 
what what YouTube doth cast away, other platforms doth gather up. So um, let's see. How long until they kill you on Twitter? Um, don't know. I'm glad I pulled down my 20 favorite videos to my disc last month. I only wish I had grabbed more. We love to see you here. That's on DLive. Thank you very much. I couldn't believe it when I saw that your channel was deleted. Are all of your videos backed up, Steph? Uh, I do have, of course, copies of my videos. Yes. I'm really disappointed. Literally every word out of your mouth is peace. Yes. Uh, in general, that, is the, that has been the approach. Dusted off my BitChute account. I appreciate that. Uh, I've been watching your YouTube videos for a long time. Me watch you a long time. I believe that's what GIs heard in Vietnam. Um, Steph, I emailed you today about a long-distance relationship. Thank you for taking the time to speak to me. Hey, that was one of the last emails I answered before I got banned. And just, I, so this is a listener, I had a long-distance relationship with a Japanese woman, if I remember rightly. And just by coincidence, I did on Sunday uh, a long speech when I was asked about long-distance relationships on my call-in show. Freedomain.com forward slash donate at the bottom. Um, we're... Uh, it's funny because it's getting warmer and warmer up here in Canada, but it feels like winter is coming and it's going to be a while to rebuild the audience. It's going to be a rebuild. It's had time to rebuild the audience. First time on this platform on DLive come up, uh, came over to support free speech. Thank you. DLive. First thing I see is this stream. Apparently they have other streams, but I don't know why. I don't know why. Are we now fighting the real war of subversion? I'm going to get into all of that. All of that. Twitch is a much more free platform for now, at least. Stefan got deleted. Yes, I did get deleted. Congratulations, you've received 100 messages today today with Reamstream Chat. Okay, that's a, yeah. Uh, let's see here. I wouldn't rely on Twitch too much. They deleted Donald Trump's Twitch channel at the same time as your YouTube channel. Yeah, so it was kind of a big purge. Uh, what was your emotional experience once you saw the ban? Well, I... Um, it's funny because somebody said, you're gone from YouTube. Like I got a message, somebody said, you're gone from YouTube. And I thought what they were talking about, of course, was that YouTube has for some weeks now removed me from the type ahead, you know, like the autocomplete when you search for people. And given that my name has four M's and a silent Q, uh, it was kind of a challenge to, to find me. And so I thought when they said, you're gone from YouTube, that they meant... Um, that they just couldn't find me on YouTube through the search engine. And then I went uh, on my phone to log in and I couldn't get any data. I went to my desktop and it said, ah, you are a bad, bad boy. You've done hate speech stuff. And, you know, YouTube's supposed to have this three strikes kind of thing. Like you're supposed to get warnings and this and that and the other. And I haven't had any problems with them forever. And uh, then it was just like start to end. Would love to see you join Unauthorized TV with Vox Day. I am certainly looking into that. Watch Fuentes. F-U, Stefan. Yeah, well, <laughs> what can I tell you? Subscribed via Subscribestar and donated via Free Domain. I uh, appreciate that. So for those of you who don't know, uh, we have a whole community on through Subscribestar. And we do our call-in shows through there. Uh, my daughter runs... Uh, trivia contests through there, like, like you know, like pub-style trivia contests, which are a huge amount of fun. Uh, we do Minecraft expeditions, which my daughter really likes. And I hope that you will come and join us, in particular, these isolated times. So, let's see here. Uh, how many got deleted today? So, yeah, it was a, a, it was a bit of a purge. Uh, actually, quite, quite a bit of a purge. And I'll go 
through all of this sort of background stuff with you guys as well. Um, there's not much point holding my tongue now, right? I mean, what what uh, has been feared has occurred, and uh, then you just kind of move on with your life, right? So there was a huge, so just in the space of about an hour, it's a highly coordinated takedown, right? There was a huge Reddit purge, like 2,000 subs were banned, and, and to make those decisions and to have the code ready to go through and ban all of that stuff, uh, that's a lot of prep, right? Uh, Trump's channel was gone from Twitch, R the Donald's, was taken down from Reddit. General Flynn's lawyer, Sidney Powell, was taken down. And there has been just a big, massive, coordinated perch of dissidents, of non-conformists, of people who criticize uh, communism and, and so on, right? Uh, what can we do to help in addition to free domain donations? Well, the free domain donations are hugely appreciated. I really, really appreciate that. And... You can uh, just share, you know, tell people uh, about what's happening, share my tweets and all of that. Would really appreciate that. Steph, uh, somebody says, Steph, you spent three hours over two shows with me helping me through extremely difficult moments in my life. Thank you. Keep fighting the fight. I am going to keep fighting the fight. Your Twitter message was very conciliatory. Good job. Thank you. This is too real, Steph. I've been watching you for six years and I tell everyone I can and subscribe, of course. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, effing toad videos, Steph. Just because you can post toad videos doesn't mean you should. Well, that is a very, I think that's the 11th commandment, uh, I, I, I think. Uh, Want to bet it was a committee of females at YouTube who made the decision? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, in my view, political, and I'll tell you about all of that uh, as, as we go. Uh, let's see here. You were in good company streaming at the same time as Nick Fuentes, Owen Benjamin, and Hard Bastard. Uh, two, two of three. Two of three, I know. The others, I, I do not. Um, what a shame. YouTube was such a consumable format to share with others. Is the new free domain logo trying to look like the Illuminati? No, I, I like the top of the mountain thing. I've been working with a graphic designer. I wanted a new uh, logo and... Um, I just like the radio going out, like the guru at the top of the mountain kind of thing. I like that. I don't know why people would consider the things you say hate speech. Steph, you've changed my life. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Love you, Steph. Husband goat, husband's goat loves you too. <laughs> Long time, I hope. Long time. All the stories around this lump you in with Richard Spencer and David Duke. Crazy. Uh, wait, this isn't Doom Eternal, or is it? Maybe that was the, maybe was that the violence... Uh, glorification of violence that I was, I was banned for was uh, Demon Lives Matter. Demon Lives Matter? Let's see. Big tech doesn't care anymore. No reason. No warning. Just ban. Yeah. Yeah. I am stopping my family's cycle of abuse because of you. Oh, well, listen, I hugely appreciate that. It's a wonderfully kind thing to say. But take a bow and take a lap and take some credit yourself, my friend. I mean, maybe I write the diet book, but you're the one who has to put down the cheesecake, so... Your channel was going down anyway. This controversy is a godsend. <laughs> Trump is monitoring the situation. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Crazy times indeed. I've signed up on DLive, Parler, and LBRY in the last two days. I think that's not a bad, uh, not a bad idea. So shall we get to it? Shall we... Uh, Shall we get to it? So let's let's talk a little bit about the history. Um, you know, I don't 
obviously there's not much benefit to me in in keeping it quiet and and being the bigger person so to speak because uh you know it's it's come to pass right so youtube and i i think it was a year ago february that youtube did its first round of suppression which was so i used to get you know five six million views a month sometimes more and i was getting ten thousand new subscribers a month you know which was a lot and they did their first round of suppression, which was to remove me from recommended, from related, and all of that. And then they began, it looked like to me at least, to claw back um, new uh, users, right? New, new subscribers, right, they should say, right? Because they didn't want me to get to a million subs and have to send me out that plaque or whatever it was, right? So all of that was going on. And for me, it was like, okay, well, that's that's a challenge and I have to... You know, like, it's not like I ever don't try and do really, really good uh, shows, but I was like, okay, I got to find some way to really, really up the quality and the challenge and, and the excitement. And so I really, really poured even more energy into shows and all of that. And I managed to kind of rescue things back. I was dipping below a million views, which was, you know, when they first put that suppression in, views went down like 80, 70, 80% or whatever. So then they kept going. And then I began to sort of like, and I did coronavirus, I know, to rather mixed uh, reviews. I did a lot of uh, shows that did did quite well. And then uh, there was demonetizing, right? So I didn't take ads, never have taken ads on the show. There were a few ads because of, you know, if you'd use a snippet of a song back in the day, nobody cared, but things kind of changed when you went forward. So there were a few ads that played, but I didn't get any revenue from it. But what I did was I did get a little bit of money from Super Chats, right, during during live streams. And then they got rid of that, right? And I think I applied once or twice, but of course nothing uh, nothing really happened uh, to, to change that, right? So that was sort of round. Like the, the one-two punch, right? The one punch was this general suppression not allowing me to, to show up and relate it. And it seemed like, at least to me, that they were clawing back on subscribers. And I did get a bunch of messages from people saying, hey man, I never unsubscribed from you, but I was unsubscribed. Now maybe they were doing this whole cleanse and, and people who haven't logged on for a long time. I don't know, right? But it just seemed to be that the new subscribers just stayed 924, 924,000. That was the way it was. And then what happened? So yeah, there was the suppression, there was the demonetization. And then what happened was uh, you couldn't find me in the type ahead. Oh, wait, no, there was one in between that, which was last uh, October. Uh, I put out my documentary on Hong Kong and China, and uh, they didn't really like that so much, right? So you couldn't find it even when you put the search term directly into YouTube, you couldn't find it. It was like way, 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 way down, even though it was, you know, pretty popular and um, all of that. So there was a lot of, I think, it seemed to be pretty hard to find my uh, documentary. Now, you understand, these are all just my opinions. I don't have any proof. I'm just telling you sort of what I, uh, what I experienced. So, yeah, so there was one suppression, two demonetization, three suppression of the documentary as I experienced it. And then there was, you couldn't find me in the type ahead. And I did contact YouTube uh, through Twitter and say, hey, you know, what's going on? And then there was another round where people were saying, I didn't test this, but people were saying, now even when I type in the name of your videos, you can't find it. Oh, and there was one further back. My big video, the story of your enslavement was suddenly uh, moved to um, restricted to adults only so you had to be logged in and it didn't show up in a lot of searches and so on so that was uh pretty bad uh, as as a whole so what was the specific content that got you banned i have no idea i have no idea 
uh, they didn't tell me. Uh, I didn't get a message that said uh, it was egregious because of this, that, or the other. And um, what can I tell you? I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah, this white supremacist stuff, uh, this is uh, absolute nonsense. Uh, I'm not, I don't even, I'm not sure what white supremacy is. I just know that it's considered to be very bad. Is it the idea that whites should rule over everyone else at the point of a gun or I don't know, whites should be in charge of the world. I mean, I don't believe any of that. I don't believe anybody should be in charge of the world. And so this uh, is all just nonsense. Somebody says, I reckon YouTube got offended by the Communism for Kids series. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, sorry, people are just saying here that uh, DLive uh, is, uh, is going on. Let's see here what's going on with with DLive. DLive, delightful, DLive, delightful. So, yeah, DLive is fine on your end. It's good. Free domain channel not found. I hope you can say for a while. Uh, DLive is fine, but you must not use auto-resolution. Okay, okay, good. So, the process of all of this, I mean, we may never, uh, we may never know, of course, right? But my guess is it's something like this, right? It's an overall DLive issue, nothing to do with me in particular, right? So, uh, DLive is fine through Chrome. So if you look at, you know, the, the challenge of 2020, it's just like not even half done, believe it or not, right? The challenge of 2020 is that 2016, like the election of Trump, took the swamp, as it's being called, uh, very much by surprise, very much by shock, right? They had no uh, real idea, really, because so many of the... Um, uh, so many of the polls indicated that Hillary was going to win sort of landslide and all that. But because they didn't expect Trump to win, they weren't prepared. Now, the difference is between 2016 and 2020, they've got almost four years to prepare for what it is that they want to do to prevent people from memeing Trump back into the White House or putting out presentations or making arguments or having interviews or just having the reach that happened with 2015, 2016, the great meme war of the mid-decade. And so my guess is that it's something like this. So shortly after the election of Donald Trump, they had this meeting, they, whoever they is, right? They had this meeting and they said, oh my God, what on earth happened here? What on earth happened here? How did this guy get into office? And that, of course, is a very big and important question. And what they did, of course, was they said, well, it can't come out of academia, right? That can't be the case, right? It can't be academia because we own academia, right? It can't be the mainstream media because we own the mainstream media. It can't be Hollywood, can't be TV, can't be whatever, right? It has to be that godforsaken Wild West wilderness known as social media that got Trump into the White House. And similarly, or in the same way, when they looked at how did Brexit come about, uh, well, uh, it came about uh, largely because of memes and <laughs> arguments and the uncontrolled media, so to speak. And so that was the second thing that they looked at. And then they said, okay, well, we're not going to let this happen again. Now, they don't want to act right away, right? So they don't want to say in 2017, well, we're just going to ban a whole bunch of people who we feel got Trump into office and got Brexit done and all of the other sort of nationalistic stuff that they didn't like, right? They can't act in 2017. And why can't they act in 2017? Well, they can't act in 2017 because if they act in 2017, Trump has 
almost four years to push back, to take away the immunity from liability for content that is enjoyed by, and it's really the foundation of the wealth of the social media companies, right? So that's what was very key. They don't want to give, hey, look at that. We just passed a thousand people on DLive. Hi, <laughs> how you doing? Very nice to meet you. Um, I just saw a few people join, so sorry, I'm just going to start again. Hi, I'm, okay, I won't, I won't do that. Sorry, you missed, but you can always uh, re redo, right? Plus, I'll, I'm recording this locally as well, so all of that will work out nicely, right? So when they realized social media got Trump in, they had to look at the influencers on social media. Now, they don't want to act in 2017 because that's going to give him a long time for Jeff Sessions and whoever to push back against the bans and, and to say to social media companies, hey, if you've got your fingers on the scale, if you're editorializing for content, it would be too close to the election. It would be too obvious, right? So they don't want to act in 2017. That gives um, too much of a runway for Trump to land the uh, destruction of the Section 230 immunities for content enjoyed sole, solely out of the media by the social media companies. And in that, if you publish something as a magazine or a newspaper or a television station, it's gone through an editorial process and therefore you're responsible for the content. And when people began posting all this crazy stuff on social media, there was a problem because social media couldn't possibly fix the content. It couldn't fix the content. It couldn't fix all of the content uh, to do with uh, copyright issues. It couldn't fix, uh, you know, people uh, uh, calling for uh, violence or general ghastly stuff that's going on. So they couldn't, or, or libel or whatever it was, right? So the compromise that was addressed was saying, look, as long as you just are a neutral platform, like you, you don't sit and say, well, this post is good and this post is bad and I like this perspective and I don't like this, but as long as you stay like neutral, completely neutral, then you're immune from liability for content, but you have to stay neutral, like, like the phone company. I mean, if you phone in a bomb threat, don't. <laughs> if you phone in a bomb threat, then nobody can sue the phone company because the phone company is, hey, man, we just pass the, dits, the, the bits along the network, right? That's, we don't sit there and say, oh, that's good, that's bad, right? They don't have the finger on the scale. They're not right. So if social media companies lose that immunity to content, their business model detonates in about 12 seconds. Because then if somebody posts something libelous, you can sue uh, Facebook or, or, or Google or YouTube, all right? Now, right now, you can't. But that's only on the condition that they remain completely neutral when it comes to content. So if they had acted against social media influencers in 2017, Trump would have had almost four years to fix it. So they didn't want to do it then. Now, of course, 2018, 2019, he still would have had enough time to respond and deal with it, right? So they didn't want to do it then. Now, the other reason, too, of course, is that they had the whole uh, Russia hysteria, collusion, conspiracy, paranoia theory going on, right, out of the Chris Steele document and Pissgate and all this kind of stuff. So they had all that stuff going on, and they were hoping to take him out that way, Nixon style, but that didn't work. And so what they did, of course, was they, of course, they do these successive rounds. It started way back with Andrew Anglin, and of course, as you know, uh, it happened to uh, Alex Jones and others and so on. And what they do is they say, well, this person is so far out that, that nobody's going to come to their defense. And so they just they chip away at the edges and then they start working their way in towards the middle. Now, the question is why 
Now, why in June of 2020? Why at the end of June? It's a very, very interesting question. Why now? Because this was, there's no question that somebody was making this happen, right? I mean, there's no question that it's not just a coincidence that all of these people get banned in the space of about an hour, right? So why now? Well, again, I'm just theorizing here. I don't have any proof. It's just just my thoughts about what's going down. But why now? Well, because now it's the sweet spot of erasing people right, relative to the election, right, still four or five months away through to the election, right? So it's the sweet spot. Now, the sweet spot runs something like this. If you ban people, right, like, let's say that they banned a whole bunch of people a week before the election, well, everybody would be up in arms, it would shift votes, they'd be horrified, they'd be appalled, and so on, right, because they'd be right in the news cycle, and so they don't want to ban people too close to the election, plus it really looks obviously like election interference at that point, right? So uh, they don't want to ban people too close to the election. Um, and again, if you ban people too far away from the election, then it gives the um, the Trump administration enough capacity to go after the social media companies for uh, the possibility of uh, no longer being neutral with regards to politics and all that kind of stuff, right? So that's really uh, important to understand how this whole process plays out. Now, so you don't want to ban people right too close to the election. You can't ban them too far away, but you want to ban them right in the middle. So right in the middle, the news cycle will be done long before the election. Like, I'll be in the news for a bit, and, you know, people will call me terrible names because they have a bad conscience, and they, like, they, they, they support the destruction of diversity and, and voices in their societies, but they don't want to think of themselves as bad people, so they have to project their badness onto me. This is basic psychological, like, psychological immaturities, that if you can't handle a negative aspect of yourself, then what you do is you project it onto someone else, attack that person, and believe that you've done something good when you've, in fact added further to the cantankerousness and immorality of the world, right? So the way that it works is... um, Sorry, I just got another message here. Um, The way that it works is you want to ban people right before... right in the sweet spot. So if you ban them just in the moment, right, then what happens is it's too, it's, it's too, it's at the right spot where it's too hard to create a new audience by the time the election comes along, if that makes sense. And Sorry, I'm so sorry for just one second. I just uh, wanted to switch one thing over here. I apologize for this. It's very unprofessional. This is the only time things have ever been unprofessional uh, for the moment. All right. Uh, Let me just see. Uh Uh-huh. 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 And... Okay, sorry, I'll fix there. I just had to fix something over there on Twitch. So if you ban someone a year before the election, they have enough time to build up a new audience, might still influence the election. If you ban them too close to the election, then they're still in the news cycle. People are kind of horrified at the loss of free speech, and it kind of blows against you. But if you, if you ban them just at the sweet spot, then it's too difficult for them to build up their new 
uh, audience, and um, yet they're out of the news cycle by the time the election rolls around, and they're kind of in the dustbin of history, gone and forgotten, right? So that is that is the big that is the big challenge. And as far as how to solve it, so people are asking me, and listen, I hugely appreciate that. I, I take none of this for granted. I, your appreciation for what it is that I do is like absolutely wonderful, and and I hugely. Uh, appreciate it. And as far as what you can do, well, I would say that, uh, you know, continue to talk about the ideas, continue to talk about the need for free speech and all that kind of stuff. And all of this will be uh, very, very, uh, very, very helpful. Very helpful. So let me just see here. Eh, I can do all these, right? Destiny man that trolls in Twitch chat. Yeah, Destiny is a is a funny guy, right? I mean, he, he seems pretty aggressive, to put it mildly. And I was going to have a debate with him, and it didn't kind of play out because he was just... Uh, um, uh, he ended up with some completely not serious uh, issues and so on, right? So, okay, let me just... I'm going to just jump over here. We're going to have to, uh, yeah, we're going to have to deal with some mod stuff and all of that. We'll, we'll get there. The Groypers are out in, in full force because it's funny too because a lot of people, um, uh, a lot of people who are Groypers, I think they claim to be Christians, but uh, they don't seem to be uh, loving their enemies too much. And uh, that's not, I think, how you want things to, uh, to go. You don't really want uh, people to be that uh, horrific as far as that goes. Um, yeah, I mean, if you feel that I've done wrong, see, this is an interesting question, right? Like, if you feel that I've done wrong, if you feel like I was unjust to, uh, I don't know, Nick Fuentes or, or whoever, right? If you feel that I was unjust or wrong, you know, send me an email or, or set up a call. I'm happy to take calls from people and, you know, let's have a conversation about it. But if you... You know, just start trash bombing people's live streams and stuff like that. You're kind of reinforcing why people might not want to have a lot to do with you. <laughs> just sort of pointing that out. I mean, you got to get off the immediate dopamine rush of immediate gratification. And you got to start looking at, okay, how does this work for me in the long run? How does this work to advance what it is that I want to do in the long run? And if it's not advancing what you want to do in the long run, that is a bit of a problem. It's not going to work out for you very well at all. And I think that's uh, something you want to avoid if you can, in my humble opinion, right? All right, let's just see here. Sorry, because we're live streaming to a bunch of new places. Uh, we're just going to mod things up just a little bit. And I don't know how to do that over here. Ah, moderator. There is to be no moderator. Okay, hang on a sec. Uh because, uh, yeah, uh, people don't seem to be uh, <laughs> doing particularly well when it comes to their self-restraint, uh, when it comes to uh, moderation and all this kind of stuff. Uh, I'll be a mod. Sure. <laughs> Let me take someone I don't even know and make them a mod. I'm sure that will work just beautifully. Okay, so give me just one sec here. Uh, slow mode? Yeah, we can do slow mode, right? Okay. We can at least do that. And I will get your questions uh, in a second. And um, just one last thing to over do over here, and then we will get get to it. 
I don't know how to. Does anybody know? Sorry, just to be annoying. Can does anybody know how to add a moderator on <laughs> on uh, on D Live? We shall find out. We shall find out in just a moment. I'm sure. Confirm. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll uh, we'll we'll get to it. We'll just get to it in a bit. All right. So let me just make sure I get your um, uh, I get your questions um, for this, and um, we will uh, we will get uh, onto it. So let me go to the the chat here and see if you guys have questions that you wanted to uh, pass along to me. Apologize to Nick. Yeah. See, just you know, all caps doesn't really. All I did was unfollow the guy. What are you talking about? There's lots of people I follow and unfollow. I used to have a um, a producer and um, just turn stickers off. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Just turn stickers off. Okay. No stickers. <laughs> I refuse to have stickers. I refuse to do uh, stickers. Um, okay. Sorry. I'll try not to get too... Uh, too distracted by this. Um, how do you think being on these new platforms will impact your content, if at all? You know, that is a very interesting question. Um, so when it comes to these kinds of issues, I wonder how much I was holding back on stuff out of concern for platforms, if that makes sense. And if... I was, and I don't think I was. I wasn't sitting there going, oh, well, I can't say this because I might get kicked off YouTube. Oh, I can't say that because I might get kicked off YouTube or anything like that. I haven't, I don't remember a time where I was saying that as a whole. And so, but it will be interesting to see if I feel a certain amount of liberty with regards to saying things in insofar as, okay, well, if in a sense the worst thing has happened with regards to my historical contributions to online media, because, I mean, obviously they went for that. Uh, they went for uh, uh, YouTube because that was sort of the most important aspect of, of what it is that I had done. And so if it's like, okay, well, the Band-Aid's off, so to speak, will I be able to talk about different things or will I be able to go further? I mean, it's really hard to see how I could go further. I'm sure there are things that I could go further on. It's really hard to see how I do end up uh, going um, um, it may, yeah, I, I may end up uh, uh, maybe there are things that I can go go further on if that makes sense. Oh, do I have to change this? No, I don't want that. Sorry, people are saying that it probably might be a good idea to make things slightly more descriptive descriptive. So sorry, let me get back to your questions here about uh, censorship and all that kind of stuff. That would be, uh, Steph, you are a national treasure, says one person. Catastrophic prolapse says, you sound like a faggot. Do you mean the wood that you used to start fires? I think so. I think so. So did you keep any of the videos you had on YouTube or no backup? Yes. Did you save your videos? Yes. Yes. And of course... My videos are over on BitChute. They're on LBRY and all that kind of stuff. So this is really fun. We're all really together, much better than YouTube. Deny the Holocaust, Steph, now that you are free. No. God, no. God, no. 
Is the time for arguments over? I do not believe it is, but we will we will see. Belly dancing with a cute woman would be different. Yes. Are you saying that I don't, I can't identify as a, uh, a cute woman, is that right? This is the longest build-up to a Doom, Doom Eternal Let's Play ever. You, you're looking forward to more Doom? Yeah, I'll, I'll get back into it. I'll get back into it. I just have not really gotten uh, as far as I want to uh, in Doom. I, I'm sure I will get there uh, at some point, but it is a little bit uh, challenging uh, to find the time. Uh, I've just been really, really busy with a wide variety of things. You know, there's stuff that I do behind the scenes, uh, and I, I work with uh, some people behind the scenes that is kind of time-consuming, and that's a big problem. Okay. Have you taken a look at brand new tube yet? I have not. Where are you taking questions from? The chat uh, in the various platforms that we are going to. And, yeah, I will check this. Uh, yeah, people are spamming pages with non-questions, right? Yes, I'm afraid that does seem to be the case. And uh, I'm kind of half... See, it's funny. When I go here and I click on moderator, it just says search. And there is nothing there. All right. So, oh, I see. You can click on someone. You can click on someone. Look at me. Oh, I can't wait for the boomer. Did you even actually disavow Fuentes? No. No. I did not. Ah, uh, people are giving me um, <laughs> moderation links. Uh, excellent. How do you find people in uh, Click My Name? Turn off stickers. I don't even have stickers. Chakram settings. Okay, hang on. Hide. Hide stickers. Is that it? Confirm. Close. Learning new platforms is fun. Can you pin down exactly what they banned you for? No. No, I, I can't. Uh, I can't uh, figure out uh, what they banned me for. Uh, this is generally the case that um, it's just repeated violations of our policies against promoting violence or whatever it was, right? So no, I'm, I don't um, I don't know what, uh, what they banned me for. There, there was no uh, particular uh, issue. And um, that's, uh, that's a real shame. Uh, to support me, yeah, freedomain.com forward slash donate. That would be uh, excellent. I do have a bunch of stuff that is going on um, this coming year. And um, I really do want to get back into the documentaries. I have some really, really great ideas for uh, documentaries. And um, yeah, so freedomain.com forward slash donate would be enormously helpful in terms of giving me all of that. Uh, so let's see here. Is your long-distance-related live stream backed up on your site? Um, no, but I just uploaded it, so I can upload it again. Ah, uh, oh, curly bracket Steph. Yeah, this is the Jewish thing, right? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. But it's not It's not anybody's fault but mine that that misunderstanding occurred. Stuff I said years ago. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, people calling me white supremacist. Yeah, this is uh, unfortunately just the label du jour for people who talk about facts. And it really, it, it, has, um, it has nothing to do with race, like all, all of this kind of stuff. So this calling people racist, calling them white supremacists, calling them Nazis uh, and all of this, this is just a well-documented, openly spoken about communist approach to people who disagree with you, right? That is just 
what they said they were going to do. And you can see videos all the way back to the 1940s where people who were communists say, well, this is what we're going to do. You know, we're going to invent these negative terms. We're going to call them Nazis, going to call them racists and so on. So it is just a matter of, and, and it comes down to sort of a lack of critical thinking. Well, it's a couple of things. It's a lack of critical thinking. And the libel laws in the U.S. are completely mental. And Trump was talking at some point in the past about dealing with that sort of stuff. But um, it, uh, the libel laws in the U.S. Are, are really kind of mental. So, you know, it can cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. It can take years. And if you're a public figure, you have to prove like malice, like they knew the statements were false, but they just hated you. And, and so it, it really becomes very, very difficult to, uh, to pursue any of this uh, kind of stuff, and it's uh, it's way. I mean, this this idea that you have to show malice is, um, of course, because the reporters and all that know that you someone has to show malice. They can just they're just never going to sit there and type in an email. Well, I know this is false, but I hate the guy, so I'm going to print it anyway. Like they just never do anything like that, right? So it is a uh, good morning from Poland. Hi, 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 hi. Uh, were there any comms between you and YouTube before being banned? Uh, no. If you had to guess, what would you put your money on for being banned? Uh, well, anti-communist, I assume, right? Anti-communist and somebody who they perceive to have had an influence in the election of 2016, right? It's not, uh, it's not hugely, not hugely uh, complicated. Like, I mean, so if you want to say, okay, well... You got to ban uh, groups that uh, promote promote hatred or whatever it is. Okay, well, I don't promote hatred, and I promote reason, peace, understanding, and dialogue and conversation. But you'd have to ban anybody influential in China because China is putting mm, one to two million Muslim Uyghurs in concentration camps and uh, for, for trying to wean them off, forcefully wean them off uh, Islam. Right, so that's obviously brutal and, and destructive and, and horrible towards the people involved. Um, people who started wars unjustly are perfectly welcome on social media platforms. You understand, right? People who lied about starting wars, perfectly fine. I've never started a war. In fact, I've consistently opposed wars, which is another reason why People don't like me who have a lot of power. Uh, the media, see, the media is always hungry for war because the media makes a lot of money from wars because people tune in. They get a lot of clicks, a lot of advertisements get, get played. They make a lot of money. And so the media is constantly hungering for war as a whole. And so the fact that I have pushed back enormously hard, enormously hard on the incipient wars that have been proposed in a variety of places around the world, well, that's another reason why. You know, the philosopher who stands between the predator of the military-industrial complex and its usually Middle Eastern prey, well, those people tend not to uh, be very popular in various social circles. So, yeah, the media doesn't like that people like me are uh, pushing back against, against war. Uh, do they really care about racism? I mean, good heavens. First of all, I'm not a racist. And secondly... There are open-air slave markets in Libya, and that disaster came about because Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton uh, destroyed uh, Libya, right? I mean, it was absolutely horrendous what they did to Libya, right? They, they took out Muammar Gaddafi, and it was uh, absolutely brutal what they did. And so do they care? Well, those you know, Barack Obama and, and Hillary Clinton, they both have 
you know, channels and social media accounts, and, and they started a war that destroyed a country, caused a migrant crisis to threaten European civilization, and uh, allowed warlords to take over and start selling human beings, black human beings, for $400 a head, and sometimes even less. So whatever, this is the problem, right? This is the Socratic method. So whatever standards are put up with regards to, oh, well, this person, you know, promoted violence. Well, the media, the mainstream media, who's constantly pushing for war, who pushed for war with Russia, who pushed for war with Syria, who pushed for war with Iraq successfully and Afghanistan successfully, who are constantly pushing for war. I mean, Hillary Clinton was talking about starting a war with Russia if she even suspected them of cyber attacks. You know how easy that stuff is to spoof? Look at what happened to Julian Assange through WikiLeaks, who revealed some of the worst excesses of the military-industrial complex. So the idea, like, if you're going to say, well, we, well, anybody who promotes violence, uh, we, we got to kick them off the platform, that is a pretty big issue to apply consistently. From a philosophical standpoint, like from a normal standpoint, it's like, well, but, but... But John McCain was like a kindly old guy who was a prisoner of war, and right? It's like, yeah, but John McCain was pushing for war all the time. Um, Mike, Mike, Michael Bolton and all that. I mean, it's just crazy. So uh, people like me who push back against violence, who push back against aggression, who push back against war, who push back against debt, who push back against all of these things, it's tough. You know, we're, we're kind of in the way of the people who want this kind of destruction or profit from this kind of destruction. So it is pretty, it is pretty rough. It is pretty rough. Yeah, John Bolton. Hey, that's just one murderous mustache, right? One murderous. John Bolton? Oh, shoot, sorry. John Bolton, not Michael Bolton. He's a singer, right? Sorry about that. Yeah, my apologies to the uh, um, grass-topped singer, um, my... My era. John Bolton. Yeah, not Michael Bolton. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's been a long day. What can I tell you? Yeah, and of course, what you do see is that um, what you do see... Oh, did we just get the new Twitch channel newt? All right. So w what you do see is this kind of hypocrisy that goes on with regards to how do you... How do you define what something like incitement to violence is and so on, right? I mean, it's a, big, it's a big question. It's a big problem. And because the state as an agency of violence is very powerful with this kind of stuff, then it is really tough to, for people to see just how coercive the state is. That is um, really the big, I think it's really the big issue. And so all of the social media stuff, oh, hate speech, incitement of violence, and so on. From a philosophical standpoint, the people who start wars, the people who, um, I mean, if you look at uh, the mayor of Seattle, right, allowing this Chaz slash chop experiment to go on, I think there have been like four shootings uh, in there now, or maybe more, is uh, allowing that uh, horrifying experiment to continue. Is that a... Uh, 
Is that an incitement to violence? Uh, are you uh, allowing for a situation to occur where violence could uh, play out? Well, I think I think it certainly is possible to make that case. So, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. And of course, a lot of this stuff now has just been kind of reactive. Like, am I going to get in trouble? Are people going to get mad at me? Uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that is uh, that is pretty rough. That is uh, pretty rough. All right, let's get to another couple of questions. Uh, I just wanted to drop in, let you guys know. Uh, what was uh, going on these days and um, get your thoughts, get your comments, get your feedback on all of this. Uh, I would really, uh, really appreciate that. And again, freedomain.com forward slash donate to uh, to help out would be really, uh, really uh, appreciated. But let's get to the last couple of questions before we close down for the night. Steph, you're now the undisputed world leader in free speech media. <laughs> Thank you. I uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Steph, it would be nice with peace, but how does one do peace with a Bolshevik revolutionary? Honest question. Well, Bolshevik revolutionaries uh, are not seeking peace at all, right? And you can't, you can't reason with people who are that committed to aggression, but what you can do is try and find the reasonable people in the middle and just point these, point these things out. I think that's really, really important. So... So I'm sending you a donation now. You don't need YouTube. Thank you very much. That's uh, incredibly kind. I believe, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Did I just get banned from Twitch? Is that right? <laughs> In 50 minutes. In 50 minutes. That's. Uh, I guess that's impressive. Is that some sort of record? Is that some sort of... I mean, I didn't really have any content there anyway, but uh, that is uh, quite, quite interesting. All right. Let me just uh, see if there are any other last questions. Uh, for that a question for staff, I want to use my spare time and disposable income to become proficient at a hobby that makes a difference in the world. What skill set do you think is most needed at this time to support philosophy throughout the world? Should have put out my own content, support someone like you as a researcher, programmer, etc. For background, I'm a CAD guy eyeing a bachelor's of Mac engineering. So I think working on your own ethics is the best thing that you can do for the world as a whole. You know, we, we often will underestimate the effect that, you know, personal morality and personal integrity can have in the world to be a beacon, to be a shining example, to be that glowing city on the hill that people are willing to get through the marshlands to get to. If you become somebody who's full of virtue and full of promise and full of happiness and full of enthusiasm and full of moral courage and so on, then you can really inspire people to become interested in philosophy, to become interested in perhaps the philosophical content that has motivated you to become that way. That is all stuff that is really important. So as an engineering kind of guy, you're very interested in technical things that you can solve. And I would say it's more of a spiritual thing that you can inspire people that way. So that's my uh, thought about that. Let me just see if there are any other questions. How do you consider yourself an anarchist but keep shilling for Trump and don't call him out on his dumb S-H-I-T? Uh, well, um, of course I've called him out on his dumb S-H-I-T and all that. So, Steph, have you played any tabletop RPGs besides D&D? Yes, uh, I have, in fact, uh, done that, but only once. 
And it was a friend of mine. I'm still friends with him, actually, even my college roommate who played Warhammer with me. And I didn't find it particularly exciting or particularly thrilling. So you can cast on D-Life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Any last questions before uh, Locals? I am at Locals.com. Uh, yeah, you can find me uh, on Locals. Let me just get it to you here. Freedomain.locals.com. Uh, I'm posting stuff there as well. Freedomain.locals.com. Listen, I have a whole bunch of places that you can follow me on and uh, get my stuff on, so to speak. And um, you can find that. Let me just go here. I'll put the. I'll put it into the uh, into the chat. So if you go to freedomain.com and you click on connect, then there's a bunch of places here that you can uh, find me on and uh, keep uh, keep things going. Uh, so yeah, you can go to um, freedomain.com forward slash connect. And this is a list of all the places that I'm involved in. And hopefully that will be, uh, that will be the case. All right, any last uh, questionies? Streaming from BitChute would be super convenient. Yes, that's true, but it's technically quite a uh, challenge. Can you not make these streams at 3 a.m., please? Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, did you have any unpublished content lined up for YouTube uploaded that might have been the Banhammer trigger? Well, I did think about that today. Now, you know, obviously, of course, I don't know. But I will say this. Let me just um, get here and log in, and I will tell you guys what I think was, uh, well, may have had a particular thing. So let's see here. What I did was um, I did a video called Policing in America, which was uh, a really great black ex-cop named Muldrow Dial, Officer Dial, I've had him on before, ex-Officer Dial and myself, where we talked about policing in America. And it was a really great, um, actually kind of funny uh, conversation that, that occurred um, wise, bitter, engaging, interesting. And maybe, I mean, maybe that that had something to do with uh, that. Of course, there's no promotion of violence there. But if there is a strong contingent of defund the police, and here is, you know, black people and white people having a great conversation about policing, uh, maybe that would be a problem. Maybe that would be a problem. Again, it's all tea leaf guessing, because I don't I don't know for sure. Uh, and, you know, I probably never will. I will never find out. We'll find out. Somebody said, I really don't think it's anything you actually did so much as the current environment and wave of virtue signaling that's going on right now. Stefan got banned before Mike Dice. What kind of universe are we even in? I don't know. You were too harsh on the comrades these last couple of days. Well, of course, I did have a lot of debates uh, with, um, with communists and uh, maybe, um, maybe some people didn't like that. It's really, really hard, uh, really, really hard to say. Good to see you, Steph. Thank you very much. Somebody says, I think the ban was scheduled for the day regardless of what you've recently published. Yes, I think that is probably uh, probably the case. Don't overthink the impact that recent content had on the termination. This was planned. Many subreddits and other people were banned on the same day. Yes, I think that's, uh, I think that's probably the case. Uh, saw your Vosh debate. You really fed him his ass on a silver platter. Oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, do you find yourself bolder now that you don't have to tiptoe as much with the YouTube ejection? Um, well, I don't know. It was just today, right? What has it been, you know, six, seven hours? Uh, are the debates still on? I will check, of course, um, and we will we will see. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. 
yeah, were any non-whites kicked off? It seems like, I mean, all I saw was a bunch of white people kicked off, but uh, I wasn't tracking it too, uh, too particularly uh, closely. We're talking about mass banning scheduled for today on our Watch, watch Reddit Die like a week ago. Really? Really interesting. I agree it was scheduled for the day, but by the CCP or Chinese Communist Party. We'll see. Governments are afraid of Steph and him bringing logic and reason to the population. Hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe. Man, you need some mods to clean these Fuentes incels out of here. They are passionate. They are passionate for their cause. And I am not going to uh, um, get too mad at that. Yeah, they dump, Reddit dumped the entire R. Donald, right? For sure. For sure. Do you have all the videos still? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Was it intentional to put you with Duke and Spencer, assuming so? Well, so, I mean, I don't know much about David Duke. Um, Richard Spencer, isn't he a Democrat? And he's a socialist and all that, so we wouldn't have uh, much in common at all, to, to put it mildly. But so the, the challenge, the IQ conversation, the bell curve conversation is a way of understanding the world that strips the Marxists of their great weapon of claiming that all differences in group outcomes are the result of bigotry and exploitation, right? So the IQ is directly contradictory to the Marxist narrative. And so it's just a competing, it's, it's like science versus religion, right? Or science really versus superstition. You know, there are a bunch of, think of it this way. So there are a bunch of people who are like witch doctors and they've got all of this oogoo-boogoo stuff that's all nonsense that is supposed to cure disease, right? And because they have this voodoo nonsense, they have a fair amount of influence and power and authority in their community. And then someone comes along and says, oh, we have to, uh, uh, you know, we got to clean up the water, we'll wash your hands, and here's some antibiotics, and, you know, you actually get some sensible and scientific medicine. Well, the people who have gained all of their power and influence and control and authority in that society, the, the superstitious people, or the people who mine superstition for money, all of those people, they don't like the scientists coming along. They don't like the objective, rational medical doctors who are coming along. They just, they hate it, right? They really hate those people. And so when you have a scientific explanation for something that people are profiting from a superstitious explanation for, then you have a big problem, right? You have a big problem. Because the people who have the superstitious, quote, answer to the problem, they really don't like the fact that your answer is scientific and validated and factual, right? So the IQ explanation, which is not the sole thing, it's just an important factor, right? There's other things. There certainly is exploitation and there is bigotry and so on. But it's not the only thing, right? So if you try and bring a more nuanced conversation into the situation or into the system, then the people who are profiting from a simplistic, superstitious um, situation uh, or falsehood, they will really hate you uh, and they will try to um, they'll try and mess you up, right? Obviously, because... Your stuff is better than their stuff, and they don't want to. Uh, uh, they don't want to lose out their stuff, right? They want to lose out their uh, authority, their power, and all of that. So, yeah. So that's uh, I think fundamental as to what's going on from that, from that standpoint. All right, all right. I guess Steph could just delay for default streaming, then post stuff on BitChute and other places later. It's less convenient than YouTube. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
that's true. But, you know, it's not the end of the world. Not the end of the world. I can't believe how fast Twitch banned staff. Nuts. Yeah, well, what can I tell you? Two days ago, a few interns at Google warned about incoming action from MSM. They posted on Twitter about it. They're not done yet. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. They may not stop with YouTube. Your ban was not regular. Be prepared. Yeah, no, I, I get it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Did YouTube also defund your videos? Well, no, my videos were never, were never funded. Um, I didn't take ads for my, my videos, so that wasn't a, uh, an issue. Woot just created an account on DLive to post, <laughs> post this comment. Well, and I really do appreciate DLive giving me this uh, platform. It's very, very nice and very helpful. It's the IQ Gap conversation series on BitChute in full. Yeah, you can look up my IQ stuff there as well, as well, so for sure. Do you still disavow Nick Fuentes and his joke? Oh, my God. All I did was unfollow from the guy. My God. Like, what's the matter with you people? I don't know. Like, let it go. Let it go. Didn't know you were banned. High impact. High impact flicks set a video. Well, all right. All right. Funny you avoided ads all those years only to be banned by the platform. Yeah. Funny strange or funny ha-ha? Keep fighting, Steph. Well, of course. I mean, like, here's the thing. I'll, I'll leave you with this thought. I'll leave you with this uh, with this thought. Um, whenever something like this happens, I mean, you'd be, oh, I don't view humanity as a single species. This is a quote the SPLC used. Yeah, and it's completely falsified. Because when I was talking about that, it had nothing to do with race. When I was talking about that, I was talking about the predator-prey relationship that criminals have with their victims. Right, that there are uh, there are people who hunt other people, like serial killers, rapists, thieves. Right, that they there's predator and there's prey. So I was saying, when it comes to understanding criminality, nothing race, nothing about race in it at all. When, when I was talking about when it comes to understanding criminality, I don't view humanity as a single species. There is predator and there's a prey. I mean, that was just an analogy, and it's a very common analogy. They talk about hunting serial killers, hunting humans, right? So and and all of that. So. Anyway, that had nothing to do with race, but it's, of course, uh, uh, it, it's recast that way, taken completely. It's not even taken out of context. It's just com- like race is inserted into something that I never talked about with regards to, uh, to, uh, to race. Trump was way too lenient on big tech censorship, should have taken immediate action in 2016. Yes. Um, well, it's the hindsight thing, and this is sort of related to the last thing I wanted to say here, which is... Uh, with regards to hindsight, you know, whenever something like this happens, you know, you'd be kind of crazy to, you'd be kind of crazy not to sit there and say, should I have done something different? Should I have avoided this topic? Should I have pursued that topic harder? Should I, whatever, whatever. So is there anything? And I, I sort of thought about that this afternoon for a while, chatted about it with some friends. And frankly, I regret nothing. I regret nothing. When you are in possession of knowledge that can help save the world, you are then given a very profound responsibility. And that profound responsibility is that if you withhold that information, you are a causal factor in the destruction of your society. Now, we may curse that information. We may wish that we had never 
received it. We may wish that we could get that little men in black pen to erase it from us, but we can't. So when you are in possession of information that is essential to help people to understand the world and to stop hating each other, you understand? So the IQ information, racial disparities in IQ and all of that, that's really, really important information because it lowers the tensions between the races. It helps us stop hating each other. It helps fight anti-Semitism. It helps fight uh, anti-black. It helps fight anti-white. It helps fight anti-East Asian. You know, if... If you thought that the only reason the NBA didn't have more East Asians is because they just hated East Asians, you'd be creating all of these tensions and hatreds and hostilities and fights. And So if you're in possession of, of knowledge that cools the flaming hearts of anger between human beings, between human groups, and you don't share that information, then it's not, it's not a burden that I could live with. It's not a burden that my conscience would let me accept. Couldn't do it. I couldn't do it too. It's sort of like if, if you know how to do the Heimlich maneuver and someone you care about is choking on a piece of fish, do you just sit there and say, well, you know, I really want to finish my cheesecake, so I'm just going to let that person choke out, right? No, you know the Heimlich maneuver. And so you go over. I actually did a show with the daughter of the guy who came up with the Heimlich maneuver. But if you have that knowledge, you have to use it. I mean, you, you kind of have to, right? I mean, and I can't, I, like, I have to look at this camera, right? I have to look at this camera. I have to look at you guys. I have to look at you guys. And what I have to do is I have to say truth is a value. I value the truth. And I'm going to be honest. Being in position, sorry, being in possession of the kind of knowledge that I have. And look, I, I validated the knowledge, um, the IQ stuff. I mean, I talked to 17 world experts, uh, dug through the data. Like, I made sure it was okay, right? So, I can't look at the camera here. I can't look at you guys and say, oh, you know, you've got to support me because, because I'm honest and I tell the truth and I'm bringing the power of philosophy to the world and then just step over or step around or step sideways from a central core issue that helps people to understand the world and helps reduce hatred, tension, and hostility between the races. I mean, I'm not saying it's an easy conversation. I get that. But... It's one thing to lose your YouTube channel. It's another thing to lose your self-respect. It's another thing to lose your soul. It's another thing to lose your integrity. And I would rather lose a YouTube channel than lose my self-respect. The self-respect is the foundation of this show. It's the foundation of my marriage. It's the foundation of my relationship with my daughter. And I have to live with those people. And I have to live with myself. Vastly beyond and outside. The presence or absence of a YouTube channel or a Twitch channel, or a PayPal account, or any of those things. The self-respect is the key. And I would rather live under a bridge with self-respect than live in a mansion with self-loathing. Money cannot buy you self-regard. In fact, if you take money to lie, the money poisons you. 
So I would much rather, infinitely, it's not even a close call, I would much rather tell the truth and lose a channel than lie, tell you I'm a philosopher, and lose my soul. Because that's the fundamental bargain that the world brings to you, right? It's a fundamental bargain the world brings to you. Give me your soul, and I'll give you stuff. I'll give you prestige, money, fame, glory, prominence, approval. I will give you all of these things, and all you have to do in return is not talk about this. I don't believe that we can fundamentally lie to ourselves. We have to lie to ourselves doubly. We have to lie to ourselves about lying to ourselves. Because if you say, oh, here's this big elephant in the room, what is it, IQ or whatever it is, this big elephant in the room, absolutely essential that people know about it, but I'm not going to talk about it. And instead, I'm going to take money and praise and fame. Hey, maybe $100 million from Spotify. I'm going to take stuff to lie to the world, to stare into a camera and to lie to the world and to misrepresent the most essential information that is necessary to help save civilization. I love the world. I love people. I love you guys. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you for the sake of hanging on to a channel or getting a little more money or a lot more money. I've been offered money over the years. Trust me, I've been offered money over the years. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going. Maybe it's my Christian upbringing where you tell the truth though the sky falls. You tell the truth and shame the devil. And when I was a child, I couldn't tell the truth because I grew up in a violent household and I was beaten in boarding school. I couldn't tell the truth. And when you become a man, you become an adult, you must put your childish things away. I'm not going to go from being forced to lie by my mother to being forced to lie to hold on to a channel. No! Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And if that means I end up with nothing, I still have retained the most important thing, which is pride, self-respect, the love of friends and family. And holding on to these material things, holding on to these material things is what causes society to crumble away, civilization to crumble away, the rule of law to crumble away. Innocent until proven guilty, due process, all to crumble away. We want the approval of people. We don't want to get people mad at us. We don't want to get boycotted. We don't want to lose our channels. We don't like... What can I tell you? Don't sell yourself. This woman the other day was saying, oh, Russia is, by any metric, Russia is less free than any country in Europe. And I said, well, economic freedom is ranked higher than Greece. And she's like, yeah, well, I guess the fact that I donated money to you in the past means that you can treat me this way. It's like, 
lady, I'm not, I'm not for sale. You, you donate to me, you don't get to own me. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you, you tip a waitress, you don't get to order her to do a striptease, for God's sakes, right? So, that is my case to you. I've known enough people who sold out to know what a bitter price they paid. And by the time they realized the cost of selling out, it was too late to turn back. Once you've taken the money, once you've spent the money, once you've made your compromises, you can't go back. There's a novel called The Fountainhead. It's an amazing novel. It's an incredible novel by Ayn Rand. And in it, there's a guy, it's not a big spoiler, but in it, it's a guy named Peter Keating. It's kind of a spoiler. In it, there's a guy who fakes being better than he is. And he fakes it and he fakes it and he fakes it. And then what happens is eventually he loses even the shred of talent that he had at the beginning. And he, he takes one of his works to the master craftsman and says, is there any, can I, can I get back to it? Can I, can I restart? Can I rescue what I've lost? And the master craftsman looks at his work for a long time and then squeezing the words out like he just hates to say it as we all do. He says, no, Peter, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. And that's really terrible and uh, terrifying that you can erode your identity and your integrity for little. And then by the time you wake up to how much you've lost, it's too late. That's always been a, it's a terrifying thought to me because Although I am lied about, although I am slandered, although I am libeled, although I am misrepresented, although I am deplatformed, although I am banned. I'm the one who has to look into the mirror and like what I see and respect what I see. And respect is not something you can just will like toothpaste out of a tube. Respect is something you have to earn by God. You must earn it. And respect means doing what is difficult despite disapproval. Sometimes knowing that that disapproval is going to come. I think when I started talking about IQ, I didn't know what a problem it was going to be. Do you think when I pointed out that I was safe in Poland, that I didn't know, that people were going to say, oh my God, he's a white supremacist. No, this is just a fact. I was safe in Poland. I didn't need security in Poland. I was safe in Hong Kong, well, other than the <laughs> shock troops of the half-communist government. But you've got to live with yourself, and you've got to not lie to yourself, and you've got to not lie to the world. And the devil, so to speak, he does walk among us, and he will tempt you. Because the devil loves it when other people get corrupted. The devil loves it when other people betray themselves. That gives him his dopamine kick of electric arc horny happiness. 
the destruction of pure souls is the business of the world. But you have to follow the trail of gold into that machinery. And then by the time you're chewed up and spit out, there's no going back. You can't turn the mincemeat back into a cow, so to speak. So that's my particular thought. Somebody says, hey, sorry, you got banned, Molyneux. Maybe if you apologize, they'll <laughs> let you back in. I have no problem apologizing when I'm in the wrong. I really don't. Because, again, you know the cost of not apologizing is, um, is very costly when you've done Because you, you know, I mean, we've all got a moral sense, right? You know. You know when you've done wrong, right? You know. And the idea that I would apologize for speaking out of love of humanity, the truth and facts of scientific reality, no, 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 no. Again, I would rather live under a bridge than do all of that. Stay strong, brother. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Send a tweet on your behalf to Team YouTube. Thank you very much. That, I'm sure, doesn't do any harm at all. All the disavowals brought you nothing. Oh, fuck off. Who have I disavowed? I had Nick on my show. I unfollowed a whole bunch of people because I inherited my, my, my Twitter account from my producer. And that's about it. So you all need to take a fucking chill pill and calm your tits. Do never apologize when you've done nothing wrong. Yeah, of course. I mean, this is just a matter of self-respect, too. Tell us what white Canadians invented, Steph. <laughs> uh, buck spray. I'm pretty sure of that. I'm pretty sure of that. All right. So I'm going to close things down. Thank you very much for your thoughts uh, on this. I really, really appreciate this. And uh, freedomain.com forward slash donate. As you can see below, I would really appreciate that support. It, it helps an enormous amount because it's going to take a while. Because uh, this kind of loss uh, of a um, uh, of a uh, following that was built up over 14 years, you know, it doesn't just come back like that, which of course is the point. Is the point. So... Yeah, if you want to uh, help me out as a chat moderator, I would appreciate that. Uh, you can join me, um, uh, free domain, sorry, subscribestar.com forward slash free domain and send me a message through that. I would appreciate that. Have yourselves a wonderful, wonderful evening, everyone. It was a great pleasure to chat with you tonight. I hope it was helpful. I hope it was interesting. I hope it was useful. And um, lots of love for me up here. Uh, truth, reason, and virtue will prevail if we stay firm, if we stay strong. And if we stop picking on each other, like you're picking on some sort of weird scab, I say this to the Fuentes fans, uh, it's just very, it's very sad and very silly. So thank you very much. Freedomain.com forward slash donate. Have a great, great evening. Uh, I will uh, talk to you guys soon. Bye.